Welcome to the Connect Group's podcast series. I'm here in the studio this morning with Emma Softley, the president of Swear WA, which is an organisation providing support, education and advocacy for sex workers across the state. Thank you for coming in today, Emma. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us more about Swear WA and its purpose? Sure. Okay, so um, Swear stands for Sex Work, Education, Advocacy and Rights WA. We're basically Western Australia's peer-led and run sex worker organisation. So we provide peer support, peer education. We also give education and guest speaking at um, community organisations and events. We can help provide advice and referrals to sex worker friendly services and service providers. It includes healthcare providers, financial and legal advice, as well as referrals to a anonymous sexual health clinic. We also run online safe spaces for sex workers, as well as regular sex worker only social events to encourage peer interaction and networking. And of course, we lobby for the decriminalisation of sex work in WA and fight for sex workers' rights and to reduce sex work stigma and discrimination within the community. And so can you delve into a little bit more about some of the rights and reforms that SWEAR is advocating for? Sure. In Australia, the sex work legislation is governed by state government. So every state in Australia has a different system. So in WA, sex work is mostly criminalised. You can be an independent worker, but there's a lot of sort of rules and regulations around it some of the ridiculous laws here in WA are that um, if you're a sex worker you can't work in pairs or more or higher security or drivers for safety which is just ridiculous but that's considered you know if you work in pairs or more that's considered running a brothel and if you hire anybody you know security or anything like that that's considered they're living off the the profits of the sex worker so that's also illegal so yeah and the criminal status of sex work means that you know if a sex worker is assaulted or something like that while they're at work they fear to go to the police you know because of discrimination police harassment and you know the the lack of recourse to do with the crime and the concern of being prosecuted themselves for prostitution as well so yeah so basically we we fight for the decriminalization of sex work in in WA at the moment only New South Wales and New Zealand are the only two places in the whole world that have decriminalised systems. So yeah, we're slowly, slowly working on that and just fight against, you know, the stigma and discrimination that sex workers face in WA, mainly because of the criminal status of sex work, but also just because of um, community and society perceptions of sex work. Mm-hmm. There obviously is still a lot of stigma around sex work and discrimination towards sex workers. Do you run some events or provide services to try and change those community attitudes? Yeah. So we've got, in our committee, we've got a few different reps. So we've got myself. We've also got um, a male rep and a trans rep as well. So we've got quite a diverse group of us. So we participate in consultations with government bodies and educational institutions. For example, myself and another SWEAR rep, we spoke at a university symposium to educate med students on sex worker sensitivity and awareness. So basically, once they become doctors, health professionals, how to sort of deal with sex workers who are uh, patients and clients of theirs 
without them having any sort of um, judgment or bias or whatever and also keeping that sort of the sex work status uh, confidential for those workers and yeah we run campaigns with other sex worker and allied health organizations and we also promote swear at six sex industry events that are open to the general public as well you know we've been talking to politicians and stuff like that and hoping to sort of get something underway here we almost passed a decriminalized sort of model in uh, I think it was about 2007 here in WA but uh, the bill ended up lapsing so and ever since then I mean we had we almost passed a really really not good system a um, regulated system in 2011 luckily that didn't receive support from sort of any any side of things from not from the sex workers nor from you know the the church sort of organizations and things like that so luckily that didn't pass but yeah since that it just keeps getting sort of put on the back burner by government Mm -hmm. so yeah we're just sort of trying to trying to massage it into the brains of the politicians and and yeah but it's it's quite hard because of society's view and that kind of thing politicians can be quite wary about you know siding siding with anything so but Mm -hmm. um you know we've spoken to a few and slowly getting there and just running sort of little campaigns and get the word out there about decrim being the best practice model and um yeah that you know sex workers are just everyday people Mm-hmm. Do you find it's having an impact? Do you think that people are slowly changing their views on yeah. sex work? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, there's there's always going to be, um, you know, people, you know, like uh, religious organisations and things like that, that you just, you're just probably not going to change their minds. But generally speaking, I think it's really good. We've sort of had this like a uh, sex positive movement that's, you know, come about in the last sort of few years or decade or whatever and it's really sort of helping our cause and and bring to the forefront that you know sex workers are just everyday people and you know we deserve rights just like everybody else in the community. So for confidentiality reasons I imagine SWEAR wouldn't provide peer support in the traditional support group format. Can you tell us a bit about how the organisation provides peer support to its sex workers? Obviously yeah sex work is highly stigmatised in society so many sex workers are not what we call out, so meaning, you know, their their family, friends, peers aren't aware that they're a sex worker. So sex work can really be um, really isolating, which affects, you know, mental health, well-being and those kind of things. So try and combat this. Swear offers peer support both in person and online. So, you know, sometimes we do go to visits and visit our sex workers you know at their their place of work but yeah we also have the online on social media platforms and we do have uh yeah sex worker only online safe spaces that uh swear moderates and we hold regular uh sex worker only social events about every six to eight weeks so just sort of social catch-ups have a few drinks socialize network you know people can and meet the swear committee and and meet peers and things like that and our male rep also provides um, an outreach service to male sex workers on weekends so yeah he goes and visits them at their place of work and provides them peer support advice um, resources that kind of thing and so with the online groups how does the organization ensure that the platform's safe and confidential to all of the members is there a screening process involved yeah so um, obviously due to confidentiality and safety, I can't go into too much detail about that. But um, Swear facilitates several online safe spaces on social media platforms for sex workers. 
So they're basically places that they're able to connect with each other, providing peer-to-peer support, way to socialise, engage in discussion, you know, yeah, network, organise their own catch-ups, give each other advice about working in other states even, as well as advise each other on potentially dangerous clients if necessary. We do have very thorough verification processes to ensure only current or former sex workers are added to these safe spaces to ensure the safety and privacy of all of our members because there have been cases in the past with other online safe spaces being infiltrated by, um, you know, scorned ex-partners or even, um, you know, authorities or journalists and, and, and the like. So, And approximately how many workers would you say that Swear WA provides support to? Um, so, I mean, we can only sort of estimate how many sex workers there are in WA and Swear has only really been super, super active in the last sort of, say, 12 to 18 months um, after a bit of a hiatus so we don't have clients on our books per se but look we've got just an ever-increasing turnout to our social events we had a, um, a memorial last night for uh, Michaela Dunn who was the beautiful young woman who um, was one of our peers and unfortunately tragically had her life taken um, in the city stabbings last week we had uh, you know, 20 people turn up to that last night, 20 peers, and our online safe spaces have grown exponentially in numbers in the last few months. And we've just got such a great network of peers in the WA sex worker community. So, so, so proud of, you know, how many people came and stood in solidarity last night for Michaela. Yeah, so hopefully we just continue to expand and spread the word about swear and reach more peers as time goes on. I think it's really important in such an isolating um, workplace. Definitely. Like you said, um, it was probably only a few years ago, if that, that Swear became a Connect Groups member. How have we been able to support you and the organisation? Connect Groups have just, they've been immensely, immensely helpful in supporting Swear in several ways. It was thanks to Connect Groups that I had the amazing opportunity to um, study my Cert 4 in Community Services. I was granted a scholarship for that by Connect Groups. So I finished that up in December. So it's given me a certified qualification, but also um, networking, um, life skills, and all the tools to help um, myself and the Swear Committee members in terms of peer support, community development, and um, sustainability of our organization. Connect Groups also helps us gain new peer contacts. And um, just last week, we were super stoked to get approved for a substantial grant which was secured for us by connect groups and that's just going to be so much help it's going to cover the costs of a website upgrade for us as well as much needed uh, IT equipment and promotional materials with you know with us being completely volunteer run you know we often dip into our own pockets and we're unincorporated organization so it'll just be so much helping helping us um, achieve our goals in peer support and advocacy So we're really, really grateful for our connection with Connect Groups um, and we'll also be taking part in the Connect Groups uh, Support Groups Expo in October. Great. I look forward to having you there too. It'll be your first time attending. Yeah, 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 it should be good. So for any sex workers who are looking for support, how can they link in with Swear WA? Any sex workers or even just uh, general community that want to support Swear, they can add our Facebook page, which is Swear WA. Just send us a message as well. 
and we've got Twitter. So um, our Twitter handle is swear underscore WA and also via email. So just swear.wa at gmail.com and our website, which will thankfully soon be updated thanks to the Connect Groups grant, which is www.sexworkersrightswa.org. Thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us today. Thank you for having me. Connect Groups is the peak body for over 600 support groups in Western Australia. If you're an individual who's looking for support, or if you're a new or established support group and you'd like to find out how we can assist you, please call us on 93 or email info at connectgroups.org.au.